Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit One. All right, you are listening to the Chelsea in America show, episode 289. It is Sunday, the 21st of February, where earlier today we played our round of 16 tie in the FA Cup against Man City, where we defeated them 5-1. to one. Wow. So we move on to the uh, quarterfinals where we play Everton at a date that's to be determined. And uh, got a couple people to talk about the match with me tonight. But first, let me get to our sponsors. First, um, if you are looking for a classic you know, throwback football shirt, there's no other place to go than Classic Shirts. They're on Twitter, at Classic Shirts. You can find them on the web at classicshirts.co.uk where they are the home of rare classic retro and vintage football shirts from around the world. So if you want to get, you know, a Chelsea shirt or a throwback England shirt or hey, if you want to pay um, a lot of money and, and get the denim 1994 uh, United States shirt, they have it there. Uh, next, if you want a uh, quality English food sent to your door, there's no other place to go than Parker's. They were the English pork pie company, but now they can be found on Twitter at Parker's GB, or you can go to their website at Parker'sBritishInstitution.com. Eight by Eight Magazine. This isn't your father's 442, as what Beth would say. Um, the newest issue is out. It looks like they have uh, an article on Diego Costa there. So if you want to get, you know, really nice looking uh, large print, large um, pictures and illustrations uh, in terms of a football magazine, this is where you go. So you go to 8x8mag.com. They are um, having really good deals on subs- on subs- on subscriptions right now, so I say you go take advantage of it. Um, next, One World Sports. Um, if you want to get the latest uh, uh, MMA or you know baseball, basketball, cricket, or you know sports, other sports from around the world, you go to OneWorldSports.com. If your cable provider does not supply one word sports send them a tweet send them an email bug them because the more you bug them the more they're likely to uh listen and get one world sports part of your cable package um lastly but most importantly we need to thank the chelsea supporters trust and the chelsea pitch owners because they give us a um they give us a voice with with the club in terms of terms of whatever um, changes coming up as we know they are uh, planning on rebuilding the bridge and us 
possibly playing at Wembley uh, sometime next couple seasons. So, and that all couldn't be done without the permission and support of the Chelsea Supporters Trust. Uh, last but not least, if you want to get the um, the match day game magazine, uh, the CFC UK USC magazine, uh, Dan Lundgren or Dan Lundberg, uh, he oversees that. Uh, hit him up on Twitter at CFC UK USA, and that's where you can uh, get the latest magazine. Or if or if you want to check out the UK version there on Twitter at only a pound. So with all of our sponsors out of the way, uh, I got two people on the call tonight. One's on for the first time, and one uh, it's been quite a while since she's been on. So, um, so after you um, go to Twitter backslash uh, at. Uh, CIA underscore podcast. That's where you can find me. Or if you want to do the old school way, you can email podcast at chelseanamerica.com. Or if you tweet us, uh, be sure to tweet using hashtag CIA pod. So um, I'll go to the newest person today. Uh, Mayhall, he's part of the Motor City Blues. So uh, feel free to introduce, introduce yourself. Thanks, Eddie. Hey, um, I just moved to Detroit a couple of years back. Um, I'm originally from India. Uh, been supporting Chelsea for the last well 12 years. Been a long time for me, I guess. Um, proud to be a blue. Thank you. All right, and uh, next, but well, certainly not least, somebody who uh, this might be your first time on the podcast this season. So, uh, Kim, how are you doing? Cello, I am good. Um, yeah, I, I, th- I don't think I have been on this season, which is crazy to me because I've missed you all. Um, just busy, busy with life, life happening. Um, anyway, um, I'm at Cadmore on Twitter. Um, Kim Hedrick Mordock on Facebook. I finally came back to Facebook, so you all can laugh at me if you will. But um, <laughs> Anyway, um, love the Blues, win or lose, up the Blues, and there has been a lot, a lot of the losing this season, but I have watched every week and, and loved every minute of, of seeing them play regardless. Um, and I would like to give a Baba Booey out to my friend Jesus. So let's get this pod started. Yeah, we got to give a shout to Jesus because uh, he certainly did uh, tweet us, hey, Jesus, I know you probably won't listen, buddy. Even if you're listening, the door is always open, so... So uh, I know you're uh, big timing us on uh, on the uh, podcast during um, premier punditry, but you know the door is always open for you to join us. So um, I guess with all of that out the way, let's talk about. Um, well, actually, first. Let's work our way backwards. So uh, earlier this week, we took on PSG in the Champions League, and that's where we lost two to one. But I actually thought that that placed us in a pretty good position. Um, I don't know what what the uh, both of you think, but uh, I think considering the fact that we didn't have John Terry, who's out again. And uh, and we got a goal from John Obi Mikel, which is the all important away goal. 
Um, I think it placed us in a pretty good position going into the second leg. So, um, I guess I'll start with you, Kim. What What did you think about um, Tuesday's match? Um, you know what? Honestly, I thought that, that away goal was huge. I think, um, to your point, we, we were missing John Terry. Um, you know, I, I think Kurt Zuma has been huge for us this season. Um, and his presence was definitely missed. Um, you know, I found it really interesting because I honestly was probably one of the people who, you know, was super annoyed with Cahill prior to Zuma kind of taking that spot. But I will say, you know, on, you know, Tuesday and then even today for that matter, I, I feel like he's really stepped up to take that spot. So let's hope he keeps it up. And, you know, I think if he wants it back, he's got to earn it. Right. So, um, I think that, I mean, who, who doesn't love when Mikel scores? I mean, for crying out loud, that was, I mean, it, it honestly, it was, it was fitting because he pretty much screwed up the wall. Cause I was like, really, really Mikel, you're afraid to get hurt or hit by, by the ball. But what is that? You just peeled away from the wall. Um, and like, I don't know what that was, but you know, then scoring pretty much immediately after that, I think he, he somewhat made up for it, but, um, you know, I, I can't hate on our performance because I do think that PSG probably was the better side. I mean, just if you look at possession alone um, and the fact that we kept them to two and, and walked away with a goal, I think, in my opinion, was a victory. Um, you know, I honestly, it's so funny now because... You know, everyone knows how much I loved David Louise and and now I honestly almost just can't even stand looking at him, <laughs> which is so funny. You know, because like he was celebrating the goals, and I was like, just oh my god, please take him off the screen. Um, I am definitely a fan of our current big hair over his his big hair. I definitely think William has the better big hair. Um, so anyway, but yeah, all in all, I think they, they looked really good. Um, I think one of the biggest things for me is I think that, um, you know, I think hitting is, is allowing them to play. Like, I think that they're just, they're kind of playing their game and dare I say they were actually the last two matches I've seen kind of fun to watch again, like where they're passing the ball, they're moving it, um, you know, cheeky little like back heel passes, um, kind of what I would say the Chelsea of old. Um, and, and that's exciting to me because that's the Chelsea I love to see. So hopefully we can keep it up. Yeah. And I definitely agree with what you said about uh, hinting, allowing them to play. You know, it's it seems like ever since we got, you know, ever since we made the change from Jose to Gus hitting. They seem to be, you know, playing, you know, I don't want to say on all cylinders, but they've been playing a lot better, you know. Uh, the PSG match was the first loss under hitting. And and I think, you know, uh, he's been he's been allowing to players to kind of play a, um, a lot more freely. And and that's why we're, you know, slowly climbing up the table. And, you know, um, if we were to beat Southampton next week, you know, we could possibly find us in the top 10. 
So, you know, as of right now in the league, we're only eight points out of uh, out of a European spot. So, so you know, there's 12 matches left to play. Anything can happen. So, why not, you know, why not go for it in one of these cup cup, cup competitions uh, that we have left, you know. I'm pretty sure that the FA Cup is probably our best bet to get back into Europe, even if it's the Europa League. Um, and that's kind of what uh, Hitting said, you know, um, earlier this week in his press conference, that he said that he's he's going to give some of the youth a shot in in the Premier League, and uh, he's he's going to go for it in uh, in the cup competitions. You know, this uh this is almost like the Robbie D. Mateo situation except we are a lot further down in the table uh mayhall what have or what did you think about tuesday's match um frankly very very surprised by how we played i mean i didn't think we would get slaughtered but there i read a lot of posts in which people said we would literally get slaughtered and actually we had the first really good chance from diego costa on goal and to be honest we played so well i I almost wanted. I almost thought we would draw the match, and I was frankly very surprised. A lot of people under hitting have come back under form. Uh, Diego Costa, Pedro, Fabregas has found his feet somehow. He's been doing much better than he did under Mourinho, and he's been giving Hazard a run of games. And yeah, he's he's not back up there, but maybe maybe things will change. But it was a good game. It was a great result for us. Um, an away goal, take it back to the bridge. We got to win 1-0, 2-0. And I think we should be... It's, it's doable. And the way the team is playing, I think I, I have the confidence or I have the hope that, you know, we, the belief that we can do it. And yeah, we'll see what happens. But it was a really good game. I was genuinely very surprised. The defense played well. Uh, Baba Rahman was up there. Pedro played really well as well. So, um, William got away from Variety and Thiago Mora a couple times, and we had a lot of counter attacks. And I feel like this was the game Mourinho was really trying to play sometimes, and the team wouldn't execute it. But suddenly, they've just found their feet and they've been doing it really well, which is good to see. Yeah. And it's definitely, you know, surprising to see how well we played, especially with the fact that, you know, PSG is just light years, uh, light years ahead of uh, anybody else in the French League. You know, they have a goal differential of plus 54, and they have a 24-point lead on Monaco, who is in second place. So, so you know they are, they are you know firing on all cylinders in their uh, league, and and I'm pretty sure some PSG fans are disappointed with with their result. You know, I'm sure that they were expecting to win you know three to four to one, but it's only two to one, thanks to you know a late goal. Actually, to be honest. Um... Even the second goal from Kawani, um, it was, it was not the best goal to concede. No, no. it wasn't. 
I honestly, I like, I feel like if we had that to do all over again, I, I think that would have been a completely different. Yeah. I was anyway. Yeah. That, that one kind of bummed me out because I honestly felt like that could have been avoided because it, it wasn't that great of a goal. It was kind of weak to be, I mean, it was a goal nonetheless, but I, yeah. I definitely think that we could have done better. Yep. Yes. Agreed. 100%. Like, it, I mean, there are some goals, I mean, like, you know, that you're just like, wow, there's nothing that could have been done. But yeah, that was one that absolutely we probably had we played it a little bit differently. It, it could have been avoided. Oh, yeah. You know, I definitely agree that it could have um, that things could have been a lot different if that match ended one to one. But and but, you know, there's um. And, but you know, I still think the advantage is in our favor. Um, Agreed. Because if we win, you no know, one nothing or two nothing, we move on. So I think the most important thing, a part of that second leg, is to tighten down the defense mm-hmm. so that we could get a clean sheet. Um, well, and I think if anyone, I mean, we if, I, if we've shown anything in in our past is that we can park the bus like nobody's business, and that <laughs> really makes people mad. I know, um, but you know, we we did it in Champions League a couple of years ago, and and people like you know it was like Chelsea's defense, you know, the picture of our bus parked in front of our goal, and it's like you know what. I don't care how we have to do it. Whatever we have to do to keep that clean sheet, we will do it. And, you know, you can say what you want to say, but whatever, however we have to win that, that's what we have to do. And and if that means parking the bus, we will park it. And I will take, you know, if, if we're so lucky to get a victory, I will take it and I will own our bus being parked right in front of our goal. <laughs> Exactly, you know, uh, you know, uh, we've we've recorded uh, four clean sheets so far in 2016. Three of them, three of them resulted in wins. Uh, those were the wins over Crystal Palace, Scunthorpe, and Arsenal. And while uh, we had a nil-nil draw against Watford, so if we can manage to, you know, get out another, you know, nil-nil. Or no, um, a one nil, two nil win against PSG, then that would be a huge um, upset in our favor. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think that honestly, the I, I think that the one thing you know you had mentioned, Eddie, was about um, you know the boys kind of playing now versus um, you know really with Mourinho and, and I. I'm trying really hard to to believe that it's just that they're being allowed to play their game versus just not playing for Mourinho because I would really hate to think that that was the case of, of them and I really don't want to think that about them. So I, I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt and just say, you know, maybe, maybe they weren't allowed to play the, the way that they wanted to play. But um, the one person I do think that has not stopped and I, I think that he 100% should be Chelsea's player of the year, even if the season ended tomorrow, 
Um, you know, and that's William. I think he is given 110 week after week. And, you know, granted, he may not have, have scored in, in that game against PSG, but, you know, I, I still think, again, he was just, he was a presence. He would, you know, I mean, he's constantly in there. He's constantly being annoying to, you know, the other team. And, yeah, I just, you know, I think that they all played well. But, you know, like I said, I, I think I just feel like he owed, he he's deserved a, a little bit of a, a shout out just for everything he's done for Chelsea this season. And I mean, he's hell, he's kept us in Champions League, really. I mean, this his goal just off of his free kick, you know, I mean, he's he's been stellar this year. He's got that brilliant pace as well. Oh, which, God, which... he does. Which which is which has been pretty useful and which has been pretty helpful and it did catch our PSG in a couple moments and did catch our Man City today in a couple moments and I was yeah like, that's what I'm, I mean like he's just like almost just that annoying just like he's there and he like and whether or not again he scores or what you know that doesn't matter he's just enough of a distraction or an interruption that just honestly I I think other teams hate to see him coming. He's been great. He's been great for us this season. That's true. I, yeah, I don't think anyone can beat him to the player of the season. Yeah, I mean, he just like I said, yeah. it's just he's seems already, like he's already got that going for him. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I said, I feel like he he at least deserves that much because he has been he has been our number one like most consistent player in my opinion. I mean, aside from our defense, like our defenders have been solid too, but. Yes, um, I definitely agree. You know, I've I've said it on the podcast since about maybe October that that William has been the one player throughout the whole you know slide down the table throughout the crap of Jose that has given a damn and that plays like he wants to be here. Yeah, and I definitely agree, Kim. He he has had my you know player of the year vote for quite a while now. And you know, it's it's been a while since we've had a you know player on on free kicks that has the a, that has a potential to put the ball in the back of the net every time that he lines up for a kick. And that's one of the things I like about him. You know, he he runs hard every time, and he he makes good decisions with the ball. And just like what I said before, on on those free kicks, you know, he's been he's been pretty sick. And yeah, I would have to say probably the last person was probably Lamps. I would I mean that was consistent in that. So, you know, as a current setup in which we have Baba and Dave playing the wing bags and Ivanovich and Kale playing center bags. I'm guessing John Terry is going to be back for the reverse fixture, and Sarge Aurier is going to be back for PSG, who's their first choice right back. Would you play the same system, or would you go back to the old one in which you have Cahill and Terry playing center backs, and then Dave goes to left back and Ivanovic goes to right back? That would, I somehow I feel that would be a hard decision because this the back four looks pretty good right now. It's not bad at all. I mean, if you're asking me, I say you go with what works. I mean, what I, like for my personal opinion, if those four are playing well together, 
I'm I'm a firm believer in the philosophy of it, if it ain't dope, broke, don't fix it. So I would say keep on keeping on. Um, however, but that again, that's just me. Um, just because I feel like probably when, to your point, kind of we were a little bit broken was when Cahill and Terry were playing center back and we really weren't doing all that great. And then I feel like Zuma at least brought something a little different to the table with him and John Terry. But I, I feel like right now we're playing strong and, and we look good and we're not really giving up a ton of goals. And so I don't know, but that's, I've, that's always been my philosophy is you, you know, even like when it comes to, you know, a goaltender too, it's, it doesn't matter who is, you know, supposed to be the best whoever, I mean, and, you know, Eddie, you know, even in hockey, it's like you go with the hot hand, whoever's doing it, then you just keep going. Yes. It can be your second, third string goalie. Who cares? You just keep going. Whoever, whatever's yeah. working. Whoever is playing well at the time, that is who you go with. And that's what, and that's what kind of what um, Hinnick is, Hinnick is doing, doing right now. All right. So, uh, anyone have any lasting takes on uh, PSG and the Champions League before we move on? Nope, I'm good. All right. So, moving on to our match uh, this morning, where we played the fifth round. I think I know it's the round of 16. So yeah, so yeah it was fifth. the fifth round of the FA Cup where we took on <clears throat> PSG at home or no, not PSG, but rather um, PSG, but um, but rather um, Mayhall, are you back on? Yeah, sorry okay. about that. I have no idea. Um, where we played um, Man City, where we won five. To one, I guess I want to start off by I guess throwing this out there for a topic. What what did you think of uh, Man City in their choosing of basically putting down a watered down lineup and maybe you know saving their good players for their uh, Champions League match against Dynamo Kiev this week? I I'm well, I don't blame him, and I think it's. It's from the top. I mean, Pellegrini already knows that he's not going to be there at the end of the season. And I'm sure the Champions League means much more to him than the FA Cup. And that's probably what he's gunning for. And, yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't blame him to be ambitious because he knows he's got to find another club at the end of it. But to credit to Man City, I did think that they gave it their all, even with all those 19-year-old, 20-year-old kids out there. They did give give it their all. They got they went and they got a goal, which was which was kind of disappointing because I'd love to keep a clean sheet in this one. Um, but I think 5-1 was a fair result. I would have expected us to do that with our lineup out there. We had a great game, bunch of passes that didn't really go well, but the movement of the ball was fantastic. And, I mean, yeah, the, the, there was an inexperienced lineup on the city side, so they didn't know what they were looking for, what they were covering, and that worked out in our favor. But it was a good game to watch. And yeah. I know. All I kept thinking was the 3-0 beating that gave us at the start of the season, and I wanted to give it back, and hmm. we did. So it was pretty cool. And, Kim, uh, what, 
what did you think about uh, Man City's lineup choice? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would agree. Um, I think, you know, Man, Mancini had he had no other choice. Um, I would agree one hundred percent. He's he's trying to pad his resume, and kudos to him for making making that call because I'm sure it couldn't have been easy. Because, um, you know, I mean. When when you're a club, you know even Chelsea or you know City or United, you obviously always go out to win. Um, so to to choose to basically put his U21 squad out there, I think you know was was a, a bold move, um, especially against clearly Chelsea's first squad. Um, you know, but I I would say that they they did they they gave it a hell of an effort and they didn't give up. Um, but you know, I, I would, I would think that, I would hope that they, their Champions League shots are, are a long shot, and that that we have a better shot at it. But <laughs> who knows? Um, but I, I do think that, um, you know, Chelsea did, regardless of of U twenty one or not. Like like I said earlier, I mean, I feel like we're finally moving the ball. I feel like we're finding our stride and. Um, and even if we, we use today is, you know, basically a practice, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, it, it gave us more time to, to come together as a team. I, I would have to say that Pedro played his ass off. Um, I, I really, he was everywhere today. Sus looked really good. His, his passes were good. Um, you know, I, I think, it was just, I think for me, it was reassuring to see some of those players who I felt were strong at the beginning of the season start to, to rise up again because it was getting really disheartening to, to not see them perform and to not see them play at what I, I feel like is the level they should have been playing at. Um I can't remember which one of you said earlier, but I, I would have to say I agree you know, I think Hazard is getting there, but I still don't think he's where he should be. But at the same time, if he, you know, if he keeps it up and, and hopefully he'll be back to form really soon. Um, I would say probably the only player that I felt like was a little flat was probably Askar. But I I think he just wanted to score so bad. Like, it was almost like he was trying too hard. Um, and even his, his free kick was, was a little weak. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean... But yeah, I mean, all in all, I think that you know it was a, even even against their U twenty one team. I, I think we fought hard, you know. So I don't think that anyone can say that that Chelsea didn't play um, or that it was easy because I do think that everyone that was on the pitch hustled the entire time they were on the pitch, and I think everyone gave it their all. And so, in my opinion that alone was, was a victory just to see what I feel like was for the most part, everyone firing on all cylinders. Yeah. And, and I totally agree uh, with you on, on multiple parts, you know, um, it's, it's not our fault that Manuel Pellegrini decided to put out, you know, a, a U21 squad, you know, we, we played in Champions League this week. We put out a similar lineup, uh, today than what we did on Tuesday um you know sometimes in these you know cup competitions is um especially when you're playing multiple matches in a short span of time it's not always who you play but it's also when you 
when you played him because you know if we drew Man City in in a previous round, I'm uh, I'm sure we would have saw you know um, Joe Hart or you know some of their other you know starters out there. I mean, but you know what? We we took advantage of it. It was it was a little it was a little nerve wracking the first half, um, especially. No, with Man City tying it up right after Diego Costa scored. But I don't know what hitting did to them at halftime, but they came out firing on all cylinders, um, especially at the beginning of the second half. Um, what did you think about Diego Costa's goal in, I think, the 35th, 36th minute? Great goal. I'm glad Hazard got the assist. He was right open, middle between two central defenders. All credit to Hazard for doing all the hard work, and that's where I think, like you know, mom, like he didn't have an exceptionally fantastic game with the ball running around and there. But in the end, he had a he had a goal, and he had two assists, and the Cahill goal was also kind of his pass and went off the defender. I'd give him an assist for that. But so he had three assists at the end of the game. He had a goal, and I wish he had taken the penalty. I don't know why Oscar took it. So, but it was a good goal. Um, Diego Costa, again, in the right place at the right time. Um, it was a great pass from Fabregas, who looped it right mm-hmm. over the defense. And that's the thing that we want him to do. But, you know, even when he did it, there was no one running for the ball. And I'm glad that the team is finally doing it. The running for the ball. The off-the-ball moment was great today. And that's what we want to see in the coming games. Yeah, I would agree. I think... Um... And I think that that's probably the thing for me. And just to correct myself, I think I said Mancini when I was speaking of Pellegrini. Or I am like getting all my city. I think they've had like a new, is that if we should talk, but I think they've had a new manager every season. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I think maybe we have two. But anyway. Um, I picked up on that earlier, but I was just going to let it go. No, it go. no, it was funny because <laughs> after I said it, and then I like I meant to go back and crack myself, and then I completely forgot to, and then you said it, Pellegrini, and I was like, oh, shoot. But yeah, but anyway, like I said, I, I think I'm just getting, they're all kind of jumbling together. Um, but I, I will say that I liked the goal, especially because I feel like that is where Costa has been the best. Um, I I like to see people set him up as opposed to him trying to to fight his way into the box to score because I feel like that's where he tends to go down, try and draw the foul, um, which even as as a Chelsea supporter is is frustrating to me at times where um, I'm like, come on, please just play through it. Um, but anyway, I, I think that everyone I think was kind of just utilized in the way they should have been today. Um, So I I think that was what was really great about that goal was, you know, like you said, Hazard setting him up and him just taking it and scoring. Um, It it was, again, it felt a little bit reminiscent of, of Chelsea even last season where, you know, everybody was just kind of playing their part or their role and it didn't feel forced. It felt just like that was part of the plan. Um, and I feel like at the beginning of the season, everything just seemed like such a struggle. And, you know, I, I think the the level of play, even again, against the U21 squad was, 
the level of play that I have grown to love about Chelsea, where it just feels easy and it doesn't feel like work and their passes are effortless. And, um, you know, even to your point about, uh, you know, the cess pass, like it just kind of all just flows. And, and I think that that was what was fun to me was just watching just the flow of play coming from them and it not feeling just like everything was a struggle. It was. One thing I do want to point out about the game was I was very disappointed with hitting and his substitutions. Apart from Bertrand Traore, when he brought on Oscar and Madic, we were already like 5-1, uh, 4-1 up. And I would I would have loved to see a Remy out there or uh, even Loftus-Cheek, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Traore got out there, but... It just feels like, you know, we're going to lose Remy at the end of the season because of playing time, and then we're going to look for that second-string striker again. And I thought he was great for that role coming mm-hmm. off the bench and playing. And he's not been rotating the squad very well. And, I mean, I understand his reasons, but in a game like this, I would have definitely hoped that someone off the bench or maybe even Matt Miazga could have come on, and that would have been pretty cool. I I see what you're saying of how, you know, I mean, which, so you're saying that he shouldn't have made the Maddox sub or or the Oscar sub? Both. Both. Both yeah. Yeah, you know, I like the Troyori sub. Um, I definitely agree that he could have put in, uh, you know, Remy or Loss's cheek. To play up front, or even give Miazga, you know, um, a run out. Even if he's not completely fit, at least you know make him the you know eighty second, eighty third minute to you know give him you know seven or eight minutes of playing time uh, in in the game that was already out of hand. Um. But I guess another thing that I should add that um, that I did like was the goal from uh, uh, Troyore and uh, Hazard. You know, they both put in uh, put in balls that just found its way inside the post, and. Uh, and it's good to see some bounces like that finally go our our way for once. It's true, especially after that Zuma 98% goal. I would have taken this anything. We, we, we were really out of luck back then, and it seems like it's coming back, and hopefully we can keep this run going. It was it was a great game today. I'm, I was very happy. It was. <clears throat> Though yeah, I, did... I would agree. I, I I felt like uh, part of it, to your point, was kind of just bad luck, and and then I think you know, I think part of it obviously was was our level of play. But regardless, luck or or whatever you want to call it, um, it was it was good to just see the goals coming on our side of things as opposed to 
having to make excuses for why they didn't come or, you know, excuses as to why, as, as to why we were letting them in, you know, I mean, it just, it, it felt good to, because I honestly, like I said, I know I keep saying it over and over again. I think you 21 are not, I think that Chelsea earned that win. And, and I, cause, and the only reason I feel like I keep having to defend that is because I know that there are going to be people who are going to say, Oh yeah, of course you won five to one against their under 21 team. But I, I think anyone who is a fan of, of the sport, no one can watch that game and say that Chelsea did not earn that win. They, I mean, like, unless you just want to be that big of a hater, which is fine. Um, but I think anyone watching that game would have to say that like it, it was hard fought and it was, and they earned every bit of that victory. I totally agree. Well, um, next up in the FA Cup, uh, date is to be determined. Could be sometime in, uh, well, it's it's going to be the weekend of the uh, the 12th or 13th, um, which we would be playing Liverpool, but that game is likely to be postponed. We make a little trip up to Merseyside to 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 take on Everton. Um, as Everton, um, who did they beat today? Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember having a brain fart. Uh, they didn't have Bournemouth, did they? They did beat Bournemouth. Yes. Uh, they beat Bournemouth away. Mm -hmm. And now, um, I actually like our chances in this because, uh, they haven't been all that great at home this season. No, uh, just in the premier league, they've won four drawn four and lost six in 14 league matches at home. So, so, you know, it's not like we're playing, you know, a team like, um, Arsenal or man United, you know, um, um, or even West Ham, you know, um, another side that has had pretty good success at home, you know. Um, I think that this could be a match that we could win. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, but I think, uh, you know, I always look at it, you know, like I said, even before when we were talking before we were on the pod, you know, we have – PSG that week, um, earlier in the week. I mean, it's going to be a big week for us. So, you know, I just hope that they can stay focused and, um, you know, fingers crossed that we will be coming out of the PSG match on a high. Um, I don't want to count our chickens, but I mean, that would be really sweet if we could just, you know, ride that on through the weekend. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't see why we shouldn't beat them, but Again, I, I don't know. I, I, I love I love those boys a lot, a lot, a lot. But we can make work out of some of the silliest of clubs, I feel like. So, but but I, I know they can do it. It's not a matter of whether or not I think they can. It's hopefully that they just bring it. Yes. And uh, and looking at the fixture list, this is it's going to be in the middle of a stretch stretch. Where 
we're going to have three out of four matches at home with Everton being the only only way. Uh, March 5th, we play Silk at home on uh, Saturday. Then Wednesday, we play PSG. And then so I'm assuming that that match could be Saturday or Sunday. Probably Sunday, but who knows what the FA is going to do, um, especially if it gets picked up for TV or not. Um, and then we play West Ham a, um, a week later at home. So um, I think if we continue to play on the form that we are on now, we we could we we could definitely uh, improve our chances of moving on. Agreed. So Everton, Everton can be a tough nut to crack at home, but I have well, I think we'll, I think it, it's possible. It's it's very possible, and we've had a decent record too. So yeah, I look forward to that one too. Yeah. Well, and and hopefully, hopefully we'll get Lukaku being a big baby that day, and you know, <laughs> of how he's not the guy. He's not the number one striker. He only because I think he was moaning and groaning about that yesterday, where he was like, you know, he doesn't like to play up front with anyone but himself. And I'm just like, dude, the sooner you get that through your head, that like you are still so young, you know. But he just he kind of pouts, and it just honestly, in my opinion, it it brings everyone around him down. But. Anyway, that's just my two cents on Lukaku. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, another thing to keep in mind, you know, when we when we play Everton is that it's a it's a good chance that Joel Robles will be in goal and not Tim Howard. Because I know um uh, I know that they made a change earlier uh this week. Uh, to go with Robles in goal. Maybe that was just Bournemouth. Can't tell. Well, we'll find out uh, when they return to league play this week. Yeah, I mean, I I think that obviously Tim Howard can always be a force. You always have to to watch out for him because you just never know. I mean, even when he's in goal for the U.S., you're just like, what, where did that save come from? What? Yeah. I I uh, definitely agree. Well, um, let's uh, move on, I, I guess, to uh, this upcoming week where we play Southampton. And, uh, and uh, this week we, uh, we take on Southampton. Where they're currently sitting in sixth place in the league at 40 points, we're currently in 12th place at 33 points. So, so uh, this this could be a, a really big um, match because depending on what happens, we have the chance to jump as high as uh, 10th, maybe closer to 11th in the league. You know, um, depending on what happens with. Uh, with you know Watford, Stoke, and Everton, those are all clubs uh, um, above us in the table. Um, what are you looking forward to seeing uh, this week? You know, um, do you 
do you, do you think we're going to see Terry back in the lineup this week? Um, think so. But I know if hitting wants to risk it because he's got the PSG game next week. Maybe he'll maybe he'll give Terry a couple minutes or maybe fifteen twenty minutes towards the end of the game just to warm him up so that he can play him for the Champions League game. I know if he's back to full match fitness yet. Terry says he is. Hitting isn't convinced. Um, Southampton are really, really, really good team. And I think this is this is one of the teams where I think is really going to pose a challenge. Um, if we can dispatch them, it'll really solidify our position. And, you know, it, it'll tell us that we are in form and, you know, it's not our luck or some kind of wave that we're riding on. We're actually playing really well again and teams bonding and playing well. It's a crucial game. It's It comes at a crucial time as well. And a win in that game would be a really confidence booster for the the Paris game following that. Yeah, and and uh, actually, sorry to correct you, but uh, he'll, he'll have about 11 days before the PSG because uh, following Southampton... We play Norwich midweek, oh, yeah. and then we play um, Soak the weekend before PSG. Oh, yeah. Okay, my bad. So, okay, so we do have a couple games, but it would be a great conference booster because the next two games after that should be easy, but you never know. And now uh, Gus Hitting said earlier this week that he wants to give some of the younger guys – a run out um, in the Premier League. Um, who who do you think he was talking about? You know, um, I know I read an article on uh, ESPN FC says that you know um, says that he wants to to give some of the younger guys a run out. Well, it's either going to be Loftus-Cheek or Bertrand Traore, and I think he favors Traore over Loftus-Cheek a little more. So I do yeah. think he meant Traore, and that's what he's trying to do, maybe make him our second striker next season, which would be, which would really work out in our favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, even though he wasn't even in the lineup today, um, I think we won't be surprised that we'll see uh, Kennedy playing a couple of league games as well. Yeah, I was going to say probably because, I, I mean, honestly, he's another one I would like to see come back. Um, I, I think that between him and, and Loftus-Cheek um, at the beginning of the season when the few times that we did see them make an appearance, I, I thought they both were, were positives, uh, you know, in, in the squad, and I, I would like to see him get another run at it just because I feel like when he was out there, he gave 110-plus percent. Um, you know, so I, I think, again, I, I, w- I would just like to see him make at least one more appearance for Chelsea because I think he's earned it. Um, and I would say, you know, the same for even, you know, Loftus-Cheek and... I know he's kind of been on the bench, so I don't necessarily know 
if he's considered what what he, what his status is. But um, but yeah, I I think I would like to see a lot of them, you know, start to slowly, you know, even if he rotates, just because I think that um, even on this podcast, I know we've talked a lot about utilizing our U twenty ones more. And how we feel like we don't necessarily do that as much as as we probably should. Um, you know, I say give them a shot. I I don't necessarily know that there are a ton of of the, the first team players that have necessarily yeah they're they're coming back around, but I don't necessarily know that they're they've they've one hundred percent are in their spot this season. So give somebody else a shot at it too. I, I mean, I think you get those younger guys in there and they're going to show that they, they truly want to be there and they're going to fight for it. And I think that that's, you know, I mean, that's what we have them for, right? Exactly. Well, um, I guess we can, uh, we can end the podcast on uh, match picks since we don't have any, uh, Chelsea American news. Um, just, uh, just be sure to follow our uh, Twitter if you see any, uh, or if I get any news from Beth, any Chelsea Lady news, I will be sure to get the word out. So, with match picks, boy, I got to go all the way back to February the 6th because that's the last time we did a podcast. Um, the special guest we had on back then was former uh, Academy and Reserves Manager Dermot Drummy. Um, he got six of the ten matches right, and he uh, pretty much wiped all of us um, out from the uh, um, out in terms of getting match matches right. Um, that week, I got two right. Jonathan got two right. Dan got two right, and Pef got one right. Um, moving on to the following week in the league, uh, Dan got four matches right. Uh, Jonathan got three right. I got two right. Beth got one. And in the Champions League this week, Beth got three matches right. Uh, Jonathan got two right. Dan and I put a goose egg up on the board. And uh, this week in the FA Cup, uh, Beth got four matches right. And Dan and I both got three. So, um, you know to run down, Kim. And uh, Mayhaw, basically, I will give you a match this upcoming week in the league. And you get to pick whoever wants, whoever wins, or if you think it's going to be a draw, just say draw. So um, this week, West Ham is at home to Sunderland. Kim, I'll let you go first. Um, I'm going to take West Ham. Mayhall. Yeah, West Ham for me as well. West Ham, I like the Pikes as well. Um. But you never know with Sunderland, you know, uh, they might no, they might pull something out of their butt and and beat West Ham the way they beat Man United this week. I know they're scrappy, those boys. Uh Lester, can they find a way to get to the top of the table? Or wait, can they find a way to you know stay on top of the table as they lead uh, the North London shit in Arsenal? Well, they're both shit from North London, so both of them. <laughs> they both lead them by two points. Uh, can their dream season continue? They're at home to Norwich. I think they're going to beat Norwich. Kim, what do you think? 
Yeah, I would agree. I think, you know, ain't no party like a Vardy party. So, yeah, I, I got, I nope. have them. Mayhall. Oh, he got. Do we lose him? I think we got him again. Mayhall. Mayhall, can you hear me? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. On that uh, note, he was out. <laughs> yeah, he was out. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I will move on in the interim until he joins back. Okay. Um, Southampton is at home to Chelsea. Of course, I have to go with the Chelsea. Of course, right? Mihal, are you back with us? Yep, Chelsea oh. for me. All right, so uh, before you cut out, uh, Leicester is at home to Norwich. Leicester City. Leicester. Of course. I got Chelsea as well. He doesn't want to get caught chatting shit and getting banged by Vardy, right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, Stoke is at home to Aston Villa. I'm going to go with a draw. Um, Stoke City is going to kill Aston Villa. Okay. Uh, Watford is at home to Bournemouth. It's a matchup of of the promoted teams in the league this year. Um, I'm gonna go Watford. I'm gonna pick a draw. I like I like Watford's chances, so give me Watford. Next is West Brom. Is at home to Palace. I'm going to go with Palace. This is a hard one. Um, I'm going to go with the draw. They're both like on the same points of the table. Yep, draw for me. I'm going to go with the draw as well. I almost wanted to pick Palace, but I will, me too. I will go with the draw. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to find it in themselves to, to bring it. That Palace team. The... Louis Van Gaal struggle bus uh, <laughs> makes a stop at home against Arsenal. If they can't beat Michelin, if they can't beat Sunderland, they might not be able to beat Shrewsbury Town tomorrow. But can they beat Arsenal? I don't think they can. I'm going to go with Arsenal as much as I hate to say it. They're going to beat They're going to beat Arsenal. <laughs> I hope you're right. It's it's, it's like, just a United thing. They just find a way to beat Arsenal for some reason. Well, that's kind of that is true though, because we found a way to beat Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? Your your philosophy. I'm gonna. I, I take that back. I am gonna. Go, I'm gonna go United. Okay, you're you right. are changing your pick. I am because we, like I said, we were playing awful and we managed to figure out a way to beat them. So I think you just fight. You dig deep. <laughs> Water has to find their weight eventually. It won't be Sunday. I'm going to go with a draw. <sighs> and uh, the shit from North London that wears white is at home to another team that wears white. Spurs versus Swansea. Um, I guess I'm going to go. With... Are you going to go with the the uh, the um, the Kimbrel? And take Spurs? 
I know. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go with the draw because I can't, I just, I physically can't say it out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it won't come out. I almost said, I'm going to take draw. All right. I'll make it easy for you then. Uh, Swansea's going to lose. Oh. Yeah. That, that's the way I should have said. <laughs> I should have said that Swansea would come out with the loss. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> know what uh i'm gonna say draw because i never pick totten to win so i'm gonna go with the draw uh anyhow so that's it for our picks if you want to get involved with our picks send me a tweet at cia underscore podcast or you can also find us on facebook at the chelsea america podcast um i guess that pretty much wraps it up for tonight. So let me thank our sponsors again, ClassicShirts.co.uk. If you want to go and get a classic throwback uh, shirt, that's where you go. Uh, Parker's is where you go for your pies or your other uh, English delicacy. Uh, 8x8 Magazine, that's where you go to get uh, the latest you know, news from all around Europe and world football. Uh, One World Sports, uh, that's where you go to watch uh, different sports from around the world. You know, they have various other football leagues that aren't carried by, like, you know, Fox, NBC, or um, BN. So if you like some of the other leagues from around the world, that's where you go. Uh, the CFC UK fanzine. Um, um, if you want, you know, Chelsea news for Chelsea's fans, by Chelsea fans, that's where you go. And uh, lastly, the Chelsea Supporters Trust and the Chelsea Pitch Owners, because without them, we would not have a voice with ownership at the bridge. So uh, next week, we should have at least Beth and Jonathan back on next week. Um, I know Dan is uh, taking a couple of weeks off with, you know, things going on and us have, all having busy lives. So um, be sure to find us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. And also we are available on SoundCloud as well. I guess that's it for tonight. And uh, Chelsea plays at 10 o'clock Saturday, I believe. Yes, 10 o'clock on Saturday. It'll be on NBC. Um, well, the NBC family of networks. So it could be on USA. But it doesn't doesn't really say uh, on the Premier League website what what network, network it's on right now. But I know that that'll that'll come out uh, later on in the week. Um, if you care about the Capital One Cuppy Cup, that final was on Sunday with I believe uh, Man City and is it Liverpool or is it Everton? Why do I want to say it's Liverpool? But Liverpool. Yeah, I think it's Liverpool. So, yeah, Liverpool and Man City is in the uh, Capity One Cupity Cup final on Sunday. Uh, I'm sure that that's on Bean, I believe. <clears throat> so I'm um, I'm sure that some people will be at the pub going out to watch that match. But uh, other than that, you all have a good week. We'll see you next week. Up to Chels. Up to Chels. Up to Chels. See you. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.